Last week on Journeys Adrift, the crew took off towards the vast. You guys jump right into the drift. Under the veil of the drift, they question Grace a little more. You see, like, this code begin to come up. It's forming computer code, and then it immediately shifts into an encryption, and then that encryption immediately shifts into what just looks like jumbled lines that don't make any sense whatsoever. And finally arrived on our Shaolin, ready to explore. You see four things, these little protruding squares that are just odd and a little misplaced in the desert sand. They're just sticking out a little bit as I'll pull y'all to the map. Now, let's solve some riddles. Hi, guys. Hey, all right, we're back. All right, friends. We're here. We're on a desert planet. I got a question first, though. Oh, here we go. We're going to have another fucking butter knife question. Heck yeah. (laughs) It's the most important question of the session. And it's a good, uh, what's that word called? Transition. There you go. We're dealing with riddles today. What's your favorite Batman villain and why? (laughs) This is a leading question. Mr. Freeze. I like that one. Because Batman forever. Catwoman. Is she a villain? Mm-hmm. Is Catwoman really? It depends. You know, for enemies. It, yes, it depends on the day. <laughs> technically. Depends on our mood. <laughs> what if I say no. Superman? Does that count? No. I mean, Superman never counts. <laughs> he sucks. I'd say they're more friends than they are enemies, but with Catwoman, they're like about the same levels of friends and enemies. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I always like I always liked Penguin because he was just so ridiculous. Yeah, I was gonna say Penguin only because Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just knocked that out of the ballpark. <laughs> Joker because Heath Ledger. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Classic. I was about to say yeah. If we're going for like a super serious answer, even through I think all of like all of any Batman, it's probably Joker because it, he's the one that's lived the longest. Now has his own movies, like you know. It's the basic I, white girl answer, but Heath Ledger's Joker unpassable. Yeah. 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 Yep. For a, for a non-serious answer, uh, the IRS, because they still can't beat him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Yeah, Mark Hamill, Joker 2. Uh, they've just been fantastic actors for the Joker all around, both in voice acting world and, and uh, on screen. But... Yeah, no one said the Riddler. No, because this has nothing to do with Riddles! <laughs> so here Riddler's we are. not even a good villain. He just ruins his friend's plans for no reason. Jim Carrey was fun. But you know what he is? He is Annoying. a... Good roller coaster at Six no. Flags, which you guys are on quite the roller coaster of a story. All right, let's go. That is so oh. bad. <laughs> oh, boo. This is that beginning to hurt. Yeah, I quit. Oh, God. Oh, look at the time, y'all. I think we have to wrap up early. <laughs> this was a great session. Uh, I'll have fun right, so, with these riddles myself. All right, all right. So we're in the desert. The wind's blowing. Sand and magic is in the air. I hate sand. It's coarse and it's everywhere. <laughs> it gets in our mouths. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really breathe. annoying. It's great. It's, it's all in your clothes. You're definitely going to have to take eight showers later. Wash your clothes Except 14 Except for Zeha, times. because she has that thing over her mouth, uh, that the south of It's somehow no. in your mouth. Oh, it literally wears stuff. a mask at all times. Nope. It's got a filtration system. Nope, yeah. We're good. Mo, I don't Mo have and Zeha are great. <laughs> I, I just absorb Dr. The Lin and Zeha are great. It, it still gets in Dr. Lin's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. 
it like it changes his exterior texture, which is like you know crunchy. Oh man, you see like it, there's like more like dots just floating around in you. It's all that sand. All right. Okay, we had four what people are calling riddles that came up at the end of last session. Let's let's kind of remind everybody what they are. Sure, I'm gonna start. Five players and four riddles. Ready, go. <laughs> Everybody read one. Pillar one, written in Elven. Which, by the way, y'all, if I hadn't fucking picked up Comprehend Languages, we would be screwed. That, that was big. <laughs> All right, guys, back to Absalom. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's what it would have ended up having to happen. We would have been like, well, we need to either try to, like, photo these, like, photocopy, write these down or something, and then take them back to someone who can translate. Yep. But anyways... So we see some elven-like drawings of a large beast on the other side of an archway. The words say, Held within the scope of time, transported by door, walls that lead elsewhere, guarded from a time before. Take the furthest south, then go through the mouth, to rescue me and bring back my core. I have thoughts. Yeah, let's, let's go through robot. quick thoughts for each of them, too, of what, like, at, like out of character and maybe even slightly in character, what y'all think they are. Can I ask, basically, like, maybe we can use this as we go through them one by one, just to make it easy, uh, whether you want us to roll knowledge checks on these basic things, but taking the fact that we know that this is written in Elven and what we know about the lore, because remember, we were recently on Castrovel and we actually did some research on the portals that elves use. How much of this can we put to piece together in character and that kind of thing? But my personal idea is that the archway depicted is one of the portals, and the doors that they're speaking of is also a portal. Yeah, and this is like a hub, you mean? Or? I don't know, but in the lore that we learned about the the elves on Castravel is they still use these archway portals, but what happened in the gap? A lot of them disappeared. Is that what, what the lore that we know? They stopped working, which kind of is what caused, I won't, I won't say caused, like air quote, caused the elves to become more isolationist because they used these portals to travel to other planets, different places on their same planet, like just a lot of different places. It's, uh, it's thought to be one of the ways they ended up on Galarian. Okay, but some still work right yes. now. Okay, so just the majority of them are, are a, a decent chunk stopped working. Yep. Okay. So if we know that in character, I think that's going to be my guess, honestly. Anybody else have thoughts on that? Yeah, that's my gut response, is something definitely to do with, like, the elven gateways. I have an inkling that, like, something about, like, the way that the beast is depicted, that it's either, like, a robot or an actual, like, monster we have to, like, figure out, but I don't know what that would be. Wait. Like, there's something there. Hold on, if these are, like, if this is actually a portal hub that other portals lead to or something, then maybe, like, one of these leads to the elven world, or at least did at some point. wonder where the Galarian one would lead. Right. And my my worry is the depiction that we have on on this. Are, are these columns, or are these, like, embedded in the floor? Does anybody have... Obviously, pro- none of y'all have, like, lore architecture, right? Or, like, architecture as a, pro- a profession. I forgot it's not lore here. <laughs> no. No. Okay, uh, then give me anyone trained can give me an, in, an engineering check. Sure. By trained, you mean have a rank in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm calling trained in Starfinder. 17. 22. Very smart. 13. Yeah. Actually, the reason that I clarify uh, waffles is because we could have a rank in something, but it also could be a uh, class skill. Did you mean that if it's a class skill or if it's a rank? Rank. 
I think. Okay. Because class skill, like, is kind of what you start off with with your class, but a rank is stuff that you're actually putting your, like, devotion to. Deciding to. Yep, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. All right. So 17 Moat, 14 Zeha, 13 Aizen. It's almost impossible to tell, but what you guys get the sense of is that while there's a lot of stuff covered by sand right now and obviously you can see where this mountain is and there's a door there you get the sense these are kind of the tops of a building whether you don't you can't tell what kind of building that is you can't tell if they're the tops of pillars and they extend further than the building or if they're on the roof itself and this inscription is on the top or the or on the sides like like gonna get caught off or potentially there's more Kind of all around it. Uh, you don't think you're missing anything? Like, I kind of assumed with all the checks that people were, like, dusting sand off. Like, obviously it's hard to get sand away, but I assumed you guys spent probably two hours here just making sure you caught everything. But around the sides, top ledge of a side, and then on top of these big, large square. Honestly, all five of y'all could stand on one of these. Right, right, right. They're huge. Right. Yeah, they're huge. Okay. How far above the ground do they go? I, we might have said this before, but I can't remember. Uh, probably about moat. So like three foot, three, three and a half feet. Okay, so we can okay. climb on top of them and yeah. be there. Okay, Burn cool. Out, yeah. All right, any other thoughts on riddle number one or prophecy number one or poem number one? <laughs> is the map kind of true to north on this planet? Basically, is south the direction of the door from here? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to like at yeah, least fly the, the ship south a little ways to see what's down there. Like maybe this is actually a legitimate direction. We did go down, or rather, Wasp went down and saw that there was something blocking the entrance to the cavern below. But does any, is anybody opposed if I just keep reading them and we discuss them like this? No, that's fine. I, I do have a question before we keep going. Though. Sure. Yeah. Let's uh, let's make sure we get through all the questions and like lore checks and stuff we want to make with each one. But we'll like have her read them and. Just stop with each. Yeah, we'll discuss each one. Break it apart. Aizen spent a lot of time in the sword-like cathedral, right? With Lamadier's trials. What would you call those? Like, the things where she killed a bunch of monsters that helped her ascend. I forget what the exact term is called. They're her, like, great deeds is kind of what they're called. They're, like, just the, all, all the amazing things she accomplished in her life, Iomadu. Right. Is it, like, Hercules's she- uh, trials? Kinda. Not really. It's not something she was put through to become a god. It's just stuff that she accomplished in her mortality that was recognized. Understood. Right. Um, and she is like the patron saint of humanity and Galarian and like the protector of all of that stuff. Yeah, she's she's one of the greatest like warrior gods, like kind of like Athena or something. Yeah, yeah. Ew. So in, in terms of like the stories I heard during all my time spent at that cathedral while at the station... Does anything, like, ring a bell in terms of, like, a monster sealed with help from the elves? Like, a beast attacked, right? Like, that was my first thought, was, like, what is tied to Galarian that would be, like, monster-specific? Sure. Give me a... Culture check. Can I ask for help? Sure. Can I ask for, like, someone to, like, search for her Ugh, uh, trials on, online because know. culture, culture yeah, is not as a strong I'll, suit. I'll help. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a backseat on this one. <laughs> I'll tell you this. A lot of this is your knowledge and stuff that you've like seen and without you just telling them word for word, which would take a long time, it'd be hard to get okay. someone to do it for you. They can search, but you, you get the sense that if it's not word of mouth and was just on the internet, like a lot of people might know or something like it's not just going to be something you can search so everybody can aid you okay but you have to make the check 
Alright, I would ask if anyone has, like, heard about, like, her trials and, like, her, her great deeds, because, like, something in there is, like, ringing a bell in Aizen's head of, like... You just want me to kind of, like, rack my brain compared to what Aizen is telling me, not do my own check? If you want to do your own check, go for it. This this is more against, like... So, basically, I'm considering Aizen to have a little lower DC on this exact question, because... It came to his so head specific. because he's been there, blah, blah, blah. Like. Sure, sure, sure. That makes sense. The way I, th- I think it makes the most sense to pitch it, at least for me, is if you bring up that knowledge up and you're talking out loud about it, I'll just see if I am have any of that knowledge. Like, oh, yeah, I was taught about her trials. Uh, X is what I remember. I'll also sure. take mysticism. I'll, I'll take culture versus yeah. the, versus the minus uh, one. Can I still help? Or? Uh, culture is still better. Sure, yeah. You can help with uh, culture or mysticism. <laughs> wow. Uh, 14 <laughs> to help. Uh, um, so help. that's a natural 20. That one. Uh, oh, that 20 as well? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> you know what? what? What are the odds of me needing a reroll today? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. You, there are plenty of re- You should definitely <laughs> use that Haranthal. <laughs> Fine. Fine. The group has decided I will not use I'm my hand. I'm to use it. At this time. You rolled a ten, so odds of getting we're, higher we're on is about pillar the same number one. Yeah. Yeah. Now now's we're the time to use one. what we have, guys. Let's get this. Let's Karen, start out strong. <laughs> all right. All right. I rolled a natural twenty for thirty-three total. On an aid, right? No, mine was my own. Okay. Yeah. I was aiding, so. Uh, the funny thing is, is that I'm a historian, Kasatha, in the sense that, like, I was learned on the Adari. I read books, yeah. Yeah, I read um, books. I'm a uh, snob, Eisen, yeah. What I will tell you is that it does make sense that it would be an elven gate leading to, like, an old creature and or not old creature. Like, you don't you don't know which one to take. Like, you, it doesn't, you can't really connect it to Galarian or another planet. You just know it's probably one of the gates zeha i will tell you that multiple creatures kind of pop up in your head and aizen telling you the gate to galarian again you don't know a lot about this versus like what aizen knows and has heard the stories directly but you've heard some stories on the adari and the one thing you can really think about is some larger creatures on the planet of galarian uh but they're all, you don't think it's that because they're all like in the legendary status when you start thinking of them. Like, you're like, uh, like it could be like a great purple worm, like a Tarrasque or something, but like they're all quite legendary status. We at a character slashing character were talking earlier about like the portals being what we thought of. So that is what I'm thinking of in character, but held within the scope of time, transported by door, like, can I try to apply the words to the image? with this like and by the way it's kind of funny i'm pretty sure that i rolled really high on my culture check about castravel too i think it was another natural 20 at the time if i yeah. remember that correctly so i think i think zaha has something with elves <laughs> that she just knows a lot about them basically like i'm just trying to apply it so when it's takes take the furthest south like that can be anything like is it talking about like take the southmost portal or is this the beast that is being held out of time or something or held within time or held away it's talking about the beast like you know i'm trying to apply what the visuals that are there to the poem (laughs) okay yeah what i'll say it normally it won't be a culture check so i'm gonna start asking y'all exactly what information y'all want because this would be like an intelligence check trying to decipher the words uh but what i will say is 
just kind of deciphering the words and kind of trying to get the sense of it, you get the sense that it is definitely talking about the portals on Savirian. On Savirian. Yeah, that's where most of them are. They're kind of scattered all over Casterville, but a lot, like, a lot, a lot of them are on Savirian. Aside from that, deciphering the words, you can't imagine anything else besides taking the furthest portal to the south. Uh, guarded from a time before makes you think Galarian, but you know that portal doesn't work. And then the one thing that kind of draws a slight difference for you, and this is just me giving you a natural 20 here, because that's what you rolled and stuff for like an intelligence check. Go through the mouth to rescue me and bring back the core. You're not really sure what rescue me and bring back the core means, but go through the mouth, you're quite certain that is just the way elves write and you knowing stories from them. That's talking about the beast. Interesting. So it's saying to go through the mouth of the beast, or yeah, that's what that's what she gets the sense to. And and I would definitely say this out loud as I, I I'm I'm kind of standing in front of it and like uh, running my hands over it and and mumbling all this out loud. But what that means is if it's go through the mouth, speaking of the beast, then rescue me isn't isn't the beast. It's something else rescuing something that's trapped on the other side of a portal? Likely Galarian. The portals... That's one of the portals that was lost. So I wonder if this is why. I think someone mentioned something about like a purple worm being some sort of legendary beast. Is there like a, a wormhole somewhere? <laughs> that could be fun. The depiction of the beast, what does it look like? Does it have legs? Does it? Is it a worm? What does it look like? It's like the like blurriest picture you could ever imagine of some kind of quadrupedal creature. Very large. You pretty sure you can make out four legs. That's about it. It's like the shadowiest, weird looking. It's it's it looks like a bad charcoal drawing. Okay, cool. I mean, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> Why did we have talking to talking this over with Zeha? No, like story of Lamadie um, comes to mind of like she sealed the monster away or something like that. No, she made her own role, and she was she was kind of thinking on like large creatures and the kind of the conversation with Iona Day brought her back to Galarian, and that's really the only got connection it. she made. Cause, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. The, gar- the guarded from a time before Iona Day, like technically a time before it could have been fifteen years ago, but the Iona right. Day part brought her Yesterday. back to oh, it might have been pre gap Right, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um shall we move on to por- pillar number two? Before before we move <laughs> Uh, go, uh, I, I was just asking a technical question in terms of comprehend language. Do we know what these next languages are? From the wording I remember last week, uh, mm-hmm. comprehend yeah. languages does not tell you the language it is. You just understand it immediately. Okay. Yes. Um, however, can I make a check to try to determine each of these? I, I would assume I've seen Elvin before, right. if we can just say that, but yep. for the others, for sure. Sure. Everybody can make me culture checks if y'all want to try to decipher all these. But I rolled the natural 20. I rolled the natural 1, so no idea. 22. <laughs> 15. That's a, that's a natural 2. <laughs> 18, surprisingly. I used a real dice. I got an 18. Nice. Can I try to do something a little bit outside the scope of what my mechanical abilities typically let me do? Sure. So I know there's an Great item referred to as a pocket linguist. Okay. So what that can do is oh, that yeah. can compare scanned words to stuff in databases that it might be connected to. Uh, it's a level two item. I don't have one, but I know my tech tinker ability allows me to modify a 
higher level item to essentially function as a lower level item. So I was wondering if I might be able to, with a high enough roll, since typically it can only affect uh, second level items currently, maybe I can change a third level item into the second level item and potentially allow us to make use of a pocket linguist. Yeah, I'll give you, since it's out of the scope, it's going to be a hard choice here. (laughs) You think you can turn your mask into something that could be very, like, very similar to a pocket linguist. If you fail, the mask is broken. If you succeed, the mask operates as a pocket linguist for at least the next week. And then you can probably get it back to a mask. (laughs) That's who would help. It's not worth it. It's worth it. That's not a sacrifice that Moe is willing to take. Not right now, anyways. If we need it, we can... If we absolutely need it, but it's not worth it. Zeha just flashes back to, like, how you acted. I would likely be able to repair it relatively quickly with the right stuff, but I don't know that we have everything I'd need on hand, and I'm, I'm not willing to risk that right now. But if we want to come back here, we need to bring a pocket linguist. Yes, of course. Add it to the shopping list. <laughs> she adds it to the shared shopping list that we have on our communists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I left mine in my other pants. <laughs> you always say that, Dr. Lin. <laughs> Could we, like, maybe show these to Grace and see if she has anything on them? She won't. I was considering perhaps taking Grace out for this. Okay, so out of character, she's in a box right now, right? Yeah, I think you guys put her back in a box when you came out of the drift. Because remember, you're not on the drift right now. You're in the vest. I think people are 100% going to be coming after us or tracking the ship, even without Grace's signal. Okay? So, I think our time best spent is, if you guys don't mind, let's us, as just the party, finish through the four pillars, see what we can gather without the timetable of opening Grace up. Then we can decide to take Grace out. Because the second we power her up outside of the va- uh, outside of the drift, people can latch on and people can come here. Well, I don't think that's worth it. Because even if we like take it out and like or take Grace out and let the signal go off, and then we immediately like leave, they're gonna know exactly where we were. I think we just gotta take uh-huh. some pictures with yeah. our cell phone. Okay, we're moving on to pillar number two. At the yeah. very least, Moat will absolutely have been sure to get video recording of from wasp of the pillar so yeah we i think can we're all taking photos and yeah yeah. yeah yeah and what i will tell y'all is like looking around like the sand if a bad storm came could easily cover these up now you don't For think sure. it's going to cover up the entire mountain because just to how the cliffs work they're kind of a they're kind of like a wind stop themselves and stuff but i mean there's a chance you guys come back here three weeks from now and they're covered Right, and we, we have coordinates in terms of, at the very least... So we'll bring a shovel. Right Old foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, one shovel, Dr. Len, you got this, bud. Right. Guys, can I have some help? <laughs> right. Number two. This one is written in question mark, question mark, question mark, unless this culture check worked for anybody. Dr. Len, you, you know of this one. It is written in... I'm going to butcher this word every time I try to say it. I'm just not going to pronounce the N. Yeah, it's Chaki, or Nchaki, if you want to say it like that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go through all of them so we're not wondering. Okay. Aizen, you know the last one. It's kind of like, it's almost considered an ancestral language to your people, but it's a it's written in Terran, which is like a uh, earth elemental type, like earth elemental speak it, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then three, 
you all know it's an old language, like you just kind of talking between each other, like you all know it's an old language and stuff, but you're not quite sure what it is. Like you know, mm-hmm. you also know it's still around. Some of y'all have just seen it now and then, you know, like. Someone made a t-shirt out of like one character that one time. Ba- basic. That's what I was trying to relate it to. Is hundred percent somebody made like a kanji version of Aslanti on a t-shirt that just says like <laughs> beach, <laughs> and it's just like why? <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. It means peace so and cool. love. What does it mean? Okay. I was gonna say that Tipple probably has a tattoo of it, and he has no understanding of what the meaning is, but he has one of the tattoos. It's probably okay, okay, vulgarity, okay. if in Tipple's case. And then Inchak is it's a language or Inchaki is a language for the Inchaks, which are kind of a relatable to the Sheerans. They're also an insectoid type race. Okay. Dr. Lin, you know it kind of hails from Bretheta, like the planet Bretheta, but that's all you really know. All right, pillar number two. This one, written, this is the one written in Inchaki, has a blurred picture depicting two entities in what looks like a playful chase. And we've seen the, the way Waffles described it last time was like there's a couple of different scenes as they are getting chased around. The words say, All worlds existed prior, all the powers higher. But when creation of three reigned, my creation became. Now within that space lies an eternal chase. That is now required. The first thing that comes to mind with the creation of three is like triune. I'm not sure how that plays into it. What, what? do what do we know about triune? Take mysticism checks. Ha! Ah. Nineteen. Ooh. Mysticism. Nineteen, <laughs> yeah. Mysticism kind of r- like wraps all of magic and religion into one bowl. Eleven. And this is both also, like, me as a player not fully knowing all of the lore of Starfinder and all that stuff, so... Alright, anyone else rolling? I have a minus one, there's no way I know. (laughs) I have a zero and I got pretty good. (laughs) Same. Okay. Zeha and Tetsu, you both know of Triune being a deity that kind of came up during the gap, gap, uh, responsible for all of Drift Travel and the Drift Beacons, at least, like they are responsible for the creation of drift travel and the first drift beacons and then their followers are responsible for any other drift beacons that have been made since kind of what Varsa, not Dr. Lin, was saying Triune is a deity that is the consummation, like the the conglomerate of three different deities that just came together so quickly that they became one. Particle collider, just gods at hyperspeed, just smashing. Something together. like that, yeah. Like it, it's something that a lot of people that have studied religion would know. Like gods aren't really supposed to mesh and become deities, but it happened so quickly that none of the other gods could really stop it or anything. And it's not, it's not looked down upon. Like Triune is a neutral god, and they're not like an evil god or anything. But right, they're also. Uh, can, I'll say, I'll say, I'll give you this too. You don't know what gods they are, but uh, Triune's also considered like an AI. Oh, interesting. Ooh, uh, okay, good to know. What's up, Grace? <laughs> hey, Grace. All right, so all worlds existed prior. That has to be referring to the gap. Uh, if they're talking about higher powers, I can only assume the gods. The two things I think of when speaking of Triune are drift, travel, beacons, and AI. That's three things. Yes. So when but, the creation of three reigned with Triune, when did when did that rain during the gap prior to the gap you guys would know that it, it trying kind of popped up as the deity during the gap 
during the uh, gap so it's thought they were like they were there when the gap stopped obviously the gap is kind of a loss in knowledge that's why it's called the gap but they they were a, alive there they were a deity when the gap stopped and triune is that's the drift travel so within that space within the drift mm-hmm. there's some eternal chase and that's required so something from the drift is required here out of character, I'm thinking very unfortunately to some person grabbing something in the drift. Mm-hmm. Very worried. The blurred pictures of depicting de- two entities in what looks like a playful chase. I think that is curious because one, you know, in in what you described, like they were hugging at one point and then one was chasing one and then the other was chasing the other, right? Something like that. Yeah. Do they look like squawkses? <laughs> Again, it's hard to tell. It's too very what would be small and compared to the beast of like bad charcoal drawings. Like these are basically just two circles, smeared circles that appear here and then appear here and then appear here, all in different like I, I guess not circles, ovals, but they appear in like different like angles and you can kind of infer that they're chasing each other. Dang, bro, this museum sucks. <laughs> it's abstract. <laughs> <laughs> it can mean anything. All right, I don't know the connection between well I suppose the connection between one and two all I think of right now with the gap because during the gap at some point the elves lost their portals or some of them to Galarian specifically and now this is talking about the creation of Triune I can only assume it is saying the portals closed and now the only way to this place is through the drift travel there's a beacon somewhere well, there's what if two it's, what if it's talking about languages. I don't think that they're telling one story. We started at the left pillar and went to the right. We could have started at the right pillar and went down. There's no order necessarily. Clearly says pillar one right here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Can't beat that logic. Facts and logic. (laughs) Do you think it's talking about the drift itself? I mean, I know there's a lot of people that look for a way to solve drift travel where you don't necessarily require beacons. I mean, there's a chase for knowledge, but I, I don't know. Uh, well, so- Mo, you, you've shown some interest regarding the drift and, and when we travel through it. Do you know specifically what happens with drift travel? I've heard stories of things being just disappeared into there. Is that a chase of a kind? Is it taken and given? Uh, does that sound at all familiar? Like, I... I Myself don't know the mechanics of drift travel, but I mean, Moat would have studied, learned a little bit, heard st- heard tell, and all that stuff. For sure, no, it doesn't. Unfortunately, because the way the drift works is, any random matter in the plane of space can get pulled into any random position in the drift at any time. It would be very hard for that to be considered a chase if, like two things got pulled in the exact opposite sides of the drift and etc etc wait a minute hold on i just thought of something what if it's that uh that coordinate we found that keeps moving places to places like it's avoiding something i i don't know maybe what you, very coincidental out of coordinate? What are you talking about? the dangerous coordinates that we need uh, oh, level coordinate. two engines oh, to yeah that, That's in I the wonder drift. if the person who acquired these coordinates had anything to do with those coordinates. Yeah, it is in the drift. But there's there's infinite little islands in the drift. There's infinite little all sorts of things. We always think of moving through the drift, but what if the drift is moving through space? 
Yeah. And that's the chase, us moving through it and it moving around and trying to get through it. Maybe the coordinates inside the drift are not... It, maybe they are stationary, but it's the drift that moves. Well, and that's what the whole... But Triune created the beacons, the, the drift beacons that allow you to even anchor anywhere in there. So, Dr. Lin, I think that's a fascinating point, considering we received both these coordinates from the same source, technically. Um, and I think it's worth investigating when we have the time, to be perfectly honest. And the fact that Triune is considered an artificial intelligence on her own, on their own, that can't be a coincidence, but... Shall we take a look at the next one? Yes. I, I do have one question, and I think Moat might be able to answer it. Like, what is the historical nature of how the drift was found slash created? Like, did the drift just always exist, or was it, like, found by Triune? Like, what is that space? Moat would know that it was thought to be founded by... Like, the space itself was thought to always be there, but Triune was thought to have founded the travel through it. And it being a quicker way because it's a completely random space-time anomaly type thing. Basically, like, the ocean's always been there, but there haven't always been ships. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. Anybody, anything else? We should make a note to go visit one of their temples. The we triune? talked about it before when VV lost the coordinates. It was the other option. If we if we got half the information, we could try to go to them. And they Who's have them? The, the cult of Triune. They keep records of all the beacons everywhere. Uh, every pilot has to at least know about them. Um, we talked about it before. We tied this one to Triune, so we can definitely investigate further. Who's the one that was able to identify Nchaki? Was that Dr. Lin? It was. Yeah, th- that was Dr. Lin. Okay, is there any connection that can be drawn from what they, what Dr. Lin shared about the language that it's into like basically the elven one the one that's written in elven has to do with portals i'm curious why this one's written in Nchaki. sure dr lynn can't draw anything like super aware of it dr lynn just knows Nchaki is an insectoid type race similar to the shirin and yeah i mean you can you can assume since the elves talk about gates that in that the inchaks have something to do with this for sure. I-, I would like to learn a bit more, so if we do go to potentially a Temple of Triune, then we can... I'd like to do some research on what the Inchaks have to do with Triune and-, and their potentially religious connection or otherwise, but rather far away from any connection to the networks right now. Onwards to Pillar 3? Yeah. Yep. Sounds yes. good to me. Okay. Pillar 3, written in secretly behind the scenes to all of our listeners, Aslanti, dun dun dun, but not one that any of us currently recognize in character. There is a very old etching depicting a circular object, beams of shining light turning the first row of a crowd around it into dust. Held by power, my finest hour. Within scepter and rod, I raise one close to God. Though I require a vow, empires before us will bow. Sphere held by the hand of man, back from where it all began. I think I know what this is. I don't think Tetsu knows what this is, but I think I know what this is. Give it to me. I'm, I'm willing to play a little of this, like, out-of-character knowledge good guesses for a, like, a, a bonus on check slash, like, you can even make a check. What I'm thinking is the Starstone. Okay. It gives me Starstone vibes. You do know that the Starstone is within Absalom Station. And yes, that's why power, I thought yeah. Tetsu would know. 
you know, though held by power, held by my power. finest hour, as a specific reference to history, perhaps a specific point in time that this occurred already. I like mm-hmm. referencing the the depiction scepter within scepter and rod. So this whatever this object is, this circle of power, I feel like it must be embedded in in some kind of staff of, of some kind. And when raised high, though I require a vow, it implies that some pact with a power to utilize it. I require a vow and, and to use it. And that will grant you power. Empires bow before us, will will bow. So like you, it requires a vow for empires to bow before you. Is it just magic itself? Like the nature of magic is like an incantation. The process of like going That's casting possible. magic is cast a spell on it and see if you die. Who? <laughs> well, but and there is magic, magic abound in the air. Right. And does magic not reside in the person, not itself? I mean, magic can reside in objects. Can I see if it's curious to me as much as to Zehaz as it is to me that? They specify that this thing is within a scepter and rod. Sure. But it specifies afterwards that the sphere has to be held by the hand of man. Sure. I mean, Absalom Station's kind of shaped like a scepter, sort of. It's got, like, the long bit. (laughs) And the, like... I'll take a mysticism, culture, or anyone can argue me any other check they want to make, because it's seeming like these are revolving around those chicks. I'll roll medicine, I think. I think. Okay. <laughs> it's, it will probably kill you. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dust gave it away? The people turning to dust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 20 on culture. The only other stone I can think of, now that I'm thinking about it, and stones? Like, I'm thinking it's a stone in, like, a scepter rod, and those are magical. Yeah, definitely like, something mounted into something. Like, do I get the vibe Actually, that that Actually, maybe that's fits? the answer. But I don't know why a vow. One thing that I want to kind of go like a little low tech in a way uh, with this. What I think of when I think within scepter and rod seems like separate things to me. Raise one close to God. So the requiring a vow, empires will bow. That some part of me makes it seem like that's like a some sort of contract being formed. Like. That's what I'm You think saying. of a rod, and that could be a writing utensil. Raise one close to God, the scepter, maybe. Uh, requiring vow could be a contract being signed. So no, you are not raising uh, into God. Being, it, you ra- it maybe, raises. I don't know, a ceremonial scepter raise? I don't, I don't know, man. Look, I said I'm going off kilter. You're going to listen. So uh, <laughs> the uh, some sort of contract being formed, some level of formation of an entity that makes empires bow. That's just something I want to throw out there as a train of thought. I have no idea how that would actually like play in. The whole sphere thing doesn't exactly fit there unless it's within the scepter. Also, think about the back from where it all began. Like, There's some element of from either the beginning of the time, either the beginning of time or oh, pre-gap. That makes a very good point. Not, not just that time as a whole. My finest hour and then affecting time back to where it all began. I think this this is a time manipulation of some kind. No, that's not how I... Uh, those first two lines, I think, are actually more connected. I, I think it's held by power, my finest hour. 
whatever whatever this whenever this thing is being held by people in power, it is when it's able to shine the most. And it raises yes, but I think it's a it raises I think it's somebody both. close to God. Scepter and rod. Oh. Maybe it's, it's a, a clock. clock. A scepter a scepter Maybe. is consists of a rod and an additional piece on top. And Which, the yeah. rod is a shorter hand. Yeah, okay, that I, I see that, but I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah, maybe the scepter and rod is more And I know that's just clever enough for waffles. <laughs> All right, I don't know the the language here either. The stuff about like raising one close to God and requiring a vow, I think could totally be talking about the Starstone though, because that like created gods. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the fourth I one. Don't know that we know. Do we know that the Starstone did that, or is that gap knowledge? Yeah, I think that's Gap. Oh, knowledge. sorry, I thought we were doing this out of character somewhat. Sorry. No, I, I know, but I'm asking no, no, for that's... like what we know in character. We want to know. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The Starstone trials themselves are. I'm gonna say that they're like I don't actually know, but it makes sense to me that they're post Gap knowledge. You don't like. There's no way to take the Starstone trials now, but you still have the gods. It's what powers the station, right? The Starstone right. itself is yes. Yeah, and okay. it's kind of an, an anomaly of how it ended up there, even. Look, I'll put it in the notes that it has... I can put the question mark, question mark next to the Starstone, um, but... You guys did a couple of checks. 10 Mysticism for Zeha, 20 Culture for Dr. Lin. What about you, Tetsu? Well, you had me... I rolled another 19 when I was asking about the Starstone thing. So if it's Mysticism, 19. I gave, I gave you yours already, actually. Zaya, you don't really know anything about this. It doesn't. There's nothing that strikes your fancy. But Doctor Lin, just kind of being in the the olden worlds, uh, what I'm gonna call Primoria, and the vast itself. There's this is a good check. Twenty. All right. There's one thing that strikes you. Of empires before us will bow. That line kind of catches you, and then the language also kind of shifts in your mind a little and you know that within the vast itself and a little further out even the Aslanti empire has been a thorn in a lot of people's side because they are basically genghis khan in starfinder they're just going around uh, conquering people i forgot they were actually a thing here <laughs> me too okay now, the, uh, the, cool. the, the language so, there makes me think of Aslanti, of course but could it could it be in Aslanti, the language of the this whole thing? Well, I have Is it referring no to the to Aslanti Empire? But that's possible. I'll tell you you don't really know it. It strikes you as close, but like you can't you can't pin it down as Aslanti. Something to confirm later. So perhaps and and can I make a culture check now that he said Aslanti to see what I know about the Aslanti Empire? I'm gonna say no. Okay. You already have mysticism on it and everything, so No. This that was your that was your culture check. I haven't made one. Can I make one? Sure. Well, he made a mysticism check. Okay. Was that for this? That might I have no idea. I'm starting to get lost in him a little bit. I don't, I'm not yeah, sure I think if that I, was for I think this I tried to make it. I think I tried to make it for this one because my check for the previous one was to try to do the... Uh... Okay. Then Aizen can make one only. I'm going to make a culture check considering I'm, I'm also part of like the old world yep. and the vast eight. No clue. All right. We can definitely just confirm later if this is in Aslanti or not, but... Mo, you had a fascinating idea with the time hand and the minute hand, although we are in Starfinder and I've never seen an analog clock in my life. 
Look, when you're on <laughs> at the time and there's all sorts of old shit there, you end up digging up some weird things. There was even one that had a little um, bird in there, and once it like went out, it made this weird sound. It was strange. Yeah, Tries so to weird. stab you in the eye. Yeah. Somebody called one my grandfather. Kill me. <laughs> um, but if if you're saying that it's did, did he did you Doctor Len tell us about that at least that the Atlantean Empire is a troublesome thing that goes around conquering people? Yeah, like that you shared. Yeah, he, he mentioned everything he could think of. Perhaps they're being powered by this this thing. And again, I don't know what this has to do with Grace or anything at all. I have a feeling that all of these so far, at least the other two, we'll see if the fourth one as well has anything to do with the gap. But that's the only connection I've seen before between these. This one, I've no idea, but. I think if the scepter and rod are what Moat is saying, and they are to do with a clock, then raising one close to God implies to me when both hands are at the twelve. So whether that's midnight or high noon. <laughs> oh my god, clock hands my... are on an eternal chase. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's true, actually. That's really good. Okay. I don't have anything else, but we have this written down. We can come back to it. Shall we keep going? I, I just have a question for Waffles. Sure. So, I, I, this is just thinking about, like, from what I know about the Aslanti Empire, like, the fact that in, like, times past, at least, they're, like, an extinct empire and stuff. Is there any yep, right. knowledge of why they're kicking around in Starfinder? Or... Not really, to be honest. So, in time has passed in Old Galarian, they were... They were like an older people that were always in power. They're where the seven rune lords came from, etc., etc. In Starfinder, they're just a very powerful empire that I contribute them to the empire in Star Wars. Okay. Like, they're just kind of going around conquering things. Everything's their right. But they're from the vast, not the backed worlds. They're in the vast. That doesn't mean they're from the vast. But yeah, okay. they, they don't have like a planet that they inhabit on the packed worlds or anything. All right, gonna bring us to the fourth pillar, written as identified by Eisen in Terran. On it, a depiction of an older, almost pixelated, which is interesting, image of the Starfinder emblem. Technological advancement without enhancement. Corporations abound, find me underground. Within civilization I reside, a locked door laws abide. The stars are my guard for generations barred. Immediately to me, stars are my guard generations barred. Something about in space perhaps it was hard to find or something, but this is the Starfinder emblem. What do we know about the Starfinder Society's origin? Pre-gap? Recent? Uh, the biggest thing you know about the Starfinder Society's origin is the Starstone itself, and they just happen to be in the right place at the beginning of time to like establish Absalom Station, establish themselves, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, like obviously their their big goal, their one thing they want to do, period, is find out what happened to Galarian in the past. Yeah, I remember that's their goal. So they just they existed at the start post gap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean for for the most part, yeah. Like Absalom Station was a thing post-gap immediately. The Starstone was already there within Absalom Station, etc. Interesting. I'm fascinated by this, but I don't actually know what it means at all. This one screams to me of the Starstone, but it seems out of context of the other three, right? 
Okay, so speaking of out of context of the other three, that's the first check that I wanted to do once we got through all all four. Do they seem to be done same time? Or is one clearly older than the others? Additionally, are all the images kind of in a similar depiction or completely different art styles? Like, I want to compare and contrast the four pillars. Yeah, I'll tell you without a check, they're all in completely different languages and art styles. Different languages, different different art styles. Different times, even different times even the one you can tell that one's way older than the other etc etc okay interesting so is this one newer or older than the rest this one looks to be the newest it's not like a week can you but it looks to be the newest is carbon dating a thing okay (laughs) we can make it a thing i have no clue (laughs) i'm not even i'm not even gonna look that one up because i don't think i can find it (laughs) i'm sure there are ways of doing it either through magic or technology that's similar but given that this being the most recent one, and it says find me underground, is this, and this is a Starfinder Society, I have to believe this is what we're sent here for. I'm not sure. I do not think so. I imagine all it of depends. this is what we were sent for. There's probably within sev- civilization, I reside. Yes, within civilization. But technically, Grace is with us, and she was within civilization. Could it be related to that? I think this is the Starstone. It's the root of their civilization. Everybody make me an intelligence check. And it says find me underground, and I don't think the star stone is anywhere near underground. I'm not lying, I got a nat 20. Oh, Oh. yeah. I got a a nat 1. Oh, about time. That's double whammy for me. Nothing about Absalom (laughs) Station whatsoever. (laughs) I'm not from here. (laughs) Well, I rolled a 19. 18 plus 1. That's not bad for Ryzen. 21 total. Okay, I was about to say, is your is your intelligence a minus one? All right, so DC 20. Let's go. Which is very high for a just attribute Skills check. check yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Don't know where you heard it. You can feel free to pick where you've heard it, whether it's just in your own little, like, like, black market things or whatever for Tetsu. But you know that within the Starfinder Society, there is something that is very heavily guarded, known as... The Halls of Discovery. Uh, it is something that a couple of people have been in. Nobody's really ever came out to say what's in there. And it's basically... The, the rumor is that it is a it is a doorway that leads to insert blank here because it's not the same. What do you mean it's not the same? It's not the same anytime anyone goes in. Oh. Now, obviously no one's come out to say that, So, but that's the rumor. Like the story changes every time. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And it's it's heavily guarded by the Starfinder Society because they also don't know what is in there. To the Starfinder Society is very like if it's guarded, if it's dangerous, there's something in here that needs to be protected. That's how that's how the Starfinder Society thinks about things. And so they themselves, this is an on Absalom Station, so they themselves now guard this door because of that. I I tell the group how many a drunken stories have been told about people. Uh, talking about this and it's it's enough that i believe that the room exists you think that's the locked door is what you're saying it's within society it's underground and locked doors it's underground that and the sense. stars are my guard you mean the starfinders starfinders are my guard yes for generations yes. and starfinders have been around for generations it has been sealed so for something generations. is in there but something technological advancement is in there? 
I think the technological No, that's the Epsilon. Exactly, yeah. That's Epsilon. So, what if the Generations Bard isn't referring to the locked door being barred? Because, Tessie, you said you've heard of people that have gone in? I've heard of people who've heard of people been told about people who have gone in. Okay, um... So, potential... Are the stories that they snuck in, though, or that they walked in? Sorry, Matt. It depends on how drunk they are when they tell me. <laughs> Fair enough. Because my thought is, what if it's... Like I said, not the door that's the thing that's barred, but whatever is inside. Like, it won't allow something to happen. I mean, we know the... We know the Starstone Trials are a thing. What if that's what's being Current, allowed in there? To believe. Currently I'm prone to believe, like what Eisen said earlier, that it has to, it's paired with the line before it. So, the stars are my guard for generations barred. So basically, the starfinders, if that's what we're assuming, have guarded its entry for generations and Preventive barred people. entry. Yes. But if they've barred entry, then people wouldn't have gone in. They've Nobody's perfect, and they've probably barred it from most people to bar it doesn't mean nobody has ever accessed it. And that's where we should potentially ask the Starfinder Society for... And they probably won't tell us if that's fully the case, but I can imagine that they would at least let us know if there's sometimes a way to get granted entry, or if it's never, and that means that they've always just snuck in or something like that. We have been told that this is our lead to follow. Yes. So, as we know, there is some magic to... Grace, I nearly blinded myself when I tried to detect the magic in the air around here. It is stronger than strong, more than I have ever seen. I'm incredibly tempted to take her out of the box and just honestly place her in this area charged with magic to see what happens. I know that's so volatile. We do, everybody will know to come here, at the very least. Yes, we don't want them having this location we tried to do anything with Grace. We were in the drift, and she, or something inside of her, wiped Wasp's vision. Wasp wiped a recording like an EMP, and she had no control over it. If anything... What would that do here? I worry that that's essentially bringing a nuclear bomb onto the planet. If there's something inside her that is a little bit susceptible to to, uh, magic... And I don't know, maybe she just absorbs it or something. I don't know. She could really get screwed up, or we could get screwed up. But she's supposed to be linked to this. All of this, right? Yes, in some form, the coordinates have something to do with her. Out of curiosity, Waffles, can you go over again what exactly Arvin told us when he said, you're getting destination to bring Grace? Like, what was the... Like, why did bring he Grace want us to go Bring Grace here, or in? bring something to Grace, a component of Grace. Right. The coordinates you currently have? Question mark? Yes, that we're leading here. It is thought, or at least what he thinks, is that th- this area contains pre-gap knowledge because of where they received the coordinates from. They... He doesn't think that you need to bring Grace here more than anywhere else. You have just had Grace... Since the beginning, you're the first people that were attempt, like were able to grab Grace. And up till now, I think I told you all this last session or even the session before, but up till now, you guys have gotten the sense from Arvin that there's probably six, seven more groups of you guys out here. 
with probably holding another AI going to different planets, different coordinates, thinking it's pre-gap. Like Arvin, like you guys aren't prophets or anything. Like Arvin doesn't trust you yes, guys over any other of the eight groups that he has out here. Uh, but we're the main it's characters. Just, you're you're following another lead. <laughs> uh, waffles. Uh, this is stories about us. So okay. okay. So at this point, knowing the story is about you, uh, Varso, Doctor Lin, you get a call on your commune. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Lin looks down at his comm and then like looks around to everyone. Then is he really getting the call? Swift service out here. <laughs> I guess. And he comes yeah. up to his sensory organ and goes, eh, hello? <laughs> you guys, I'll, I'll tell y'all, you guys don't get the sense, even Dr. Lin would know this, you, you don't get the sense that you should have service out here, minus the fact that there are ways to, like, send messages slash have calls come out here to the vast. Like, you're not in the drift anymore. You're not on a different plane. You're just very far away. Right. Okay. Uh, so Rise you pick it up. up its game. You say hello, and you hear, hello, Lin? Lin? And it's Sana on the line. I think Waffles is maiming still. Uh, hold, please. Varsa needs to look up his backstory. Sorry, sorry. I just make sure it's who I think I am. It is. Is that is that how you want me to pronounce your name? Santa. Yeah, Sana? That, that's it. That's it. It's like a sauna, like yeah, you know, when hot. you go into Super like a hot. really hot room. Yeah. <laughs> hot and moist. Just the way jellyfish like it. I just didn't want to go into this conversation thinking I had the wrong person in mind, you know. Awkward. Len, like, kind of stops for, like, a solid few seconds and then goes, Oh, Sana, uh, great to hear from you. And there's, like, a six-second delay oh. on this, as I imagine, like, you you probably, like, turn your back to the party a little bit. And feel free to correct me if you don't, but it's it's a call, and you guys are sitting here talking riddles on a desert planet in the vast, and you get a call from this woman, and she goes... Dr. Lin, I... And at that point, you guys feel the ground under you <gasps> begin to move a little bit, and we'll roll initiative after the break. Oh, oh no! no. What? Oh, the joke has gone far enough. You're Initiative? affecting the gameplay. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs>